Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so good. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a while. I know. It's been since our holiday party. Yeah. Which sounds longer ago than it was. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. So we had our holiday party in January. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still January right now <laughs> as we're recording this, but we had it late because, you know, holidays. Holidays. It's hard to get four people's schedules to align. Oh, yeah. Whenever we're all busy and all have jobs and I have a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's complicated just, now. It's so complicated. We managed to do it quite often, though. And yeah. I'm proud of us for that. Yeah. So we had our holiday party. We went, we had pizza at Tay's parents' house. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a no parents party. Yeah. There were boys there. <laughs> There was two boys there. <laughs> there were two boys there. <laughs> and and uh, we had dinner and we opened our gifts and then we had a really extensive house tour, which was awesome. It took 20 minutes. It was probably my favorite part of the night was, <laughs> was the house tour because yeah. I'm weird. And then we, oh, and then we also booked our flights. Oh, yeah. That's the most exciting part. Yeah. So, um, our mutual BFF, Christina, is getting mm-hmm. married. Ooh, to a boy. To a boy. Ew. <laughs> In October of 2023. So, we, all of us, are going. Yeah. And all of us, except for, I mean, okay, so I grew up a military military brat. So, I have been to other places but as a young child, like a three-year-old, mm-hmm. so I don't remember anything. I don't remember a huge long flight. Yeah. Like, I just don't remember it. You're probably sleeping. Yeah. So this will be my first flight that I remember, and it'll be your first time out of the country. Mm-hmm. It'll be Shirley's and her boyfriend's first time out of the country. Yeah. Not Tay's, though. <clears throat> He's not- a traveler. Yeah. He's a high-class gentleman. He's a world traveler. <laughs> I'm so excited, though. Yeah, me too. I'm glad we booked our flights, though, because I before we had booked them, I set uh, a thing to, like, track the flights, mm-hmm. and I never turned it off, even uh-huh. though after we bought them. <laughs> so I keep getting emails of, your trucked flight has gone up in price. Oh, God. It was this price, and now it's this price. And it, <laughs> it does that, like, every week. Oh, my God. So... It's expensive now. Very expensive. We got in early. Yeah. I am so excited. Me too. Although, in the back of my mind, I have this fear that something's (laughs) going to go wrong. Like, I'm going to be on the no-fly list when we get there for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I googled bomb or something and I forgot about it. (laughs) They're not going to let me on the plane. Well, just don't Google bomb. Uh, I might have accidentally done it and not remembered. (laughs) <laughs> I literally have an entire story on my laptop about the first ever plane bombing. So maybe you're on the no-fly list. I could be. <laughs> We're going to have to drive there. <laughs> Take a boat. Uh, I am worried about the driving situation because oh, yeah. as soon as I told Michael that we were going to like rent a car, he was like, I don't think that's a good idea. I think that's a terrible idea. I think you should use public transportation. <laughs> and I was like, but there's five of us plus Christina. And then if she also wants to bring her new husband, like, yeah, that's a lot of people. We're just going to bust it around everywhere. It's going to take forever to do anything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
I don't know. It's a bad idea. Like, I don't care how good of a driver you think you are. You don't know what it's like once you're driving on the other side of the road in the other part of, like, on the uh, right side of the car. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, like, backwards. <laughs> well, between you and Tay, I figure it'll be fine. Because you guys are, like, you could do stuff. Yeah. yeah. I can't do stuff. If it was up to me. Well, first of all, I can't drive. But even if I could drive, there's no way I could just mix it up and be okay. I don't know if I... He said after... So here here was his reasoning. After we're on this huge, what, 12-hour flight or whatever, Uh we're going to be exhausted. And then we're going to drive three hours to her house. Isn't that what she said? It was like three, three and a half hours. That's a really long drive. Yeah. After being on a plane for like that long and we're going to be really, really tired, he said, we're just going to, we're going to mess up and we're going to drive on to incoming traffic. We probably will. So. But it's okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I'm so excited though. I'm excited too. So it'll be fun talking about all of our planning leading yeah. up to it. I have to buy luggage. Yeah. I want to buy some of those, like, cube things that go inside of your luggage. Oh, yeah. I was wondering. <sighs> mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Vacuum bags. Yeah. Could I do that? Uh, I guess. Because yeah. I'm assuming I'll bring stuff home with me. Uh-huh. So I'd like to make more room. And just, like, vacuum suck everything. So I found some on Amazon that, like, do that for you. They're, oh, really? like, luggage vacuum bags. And I don't know. I haven't bought them, so mm-hmm. I don't know how they work. But it, you like zip it everything up and then you kind of push all the air out and mm-hmm. then, and then I don't know, twist something maybe and it like stays squished. Oh. I'll have to buy them and if they're good, you'll have to buy them. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, happy, um, oh, happy Valentine's Day Aww. yesterday. Oh. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> I mean, this could come out on Valentine's Day. I should have done a Valentine's Day episode. I didn't think about it. So <laughs> literally just right this second. That's okay. Happy belated Valentine's Day. Yeah. What are you doing for Valentine's? Uh, Eating chocolate. Dog sitting. Dog sitting. Yeah. That's good. I'll probably be doing what I do every day, which is taking care of a baby oh she's your valentine <laughs> she really is though <laughs> she's so cute my mom got her a couple valentine's day outfits Aww. yeah <clears throat> my mom spoils her a lot she deserves it yeah yeah i was i was a little worried because it's their like third grandkid uh-huh. and they've been grandparents for 13 and a half years uh-huh. which is a very long time <laughs> and so i was like it's their third one like this is old news, but yeah. like babies are cute as hell. Babies are special. <laughs> and so it's hard not to spoil a baby. Let's just say that. Yeah. <clears throat> All True. right. Well, happy bonus episode. We are Unholy Gossip Girls. I'm KC. I'm Faye. What are you drinking? I'm drinking water. Me too. Sink water specifically. Oh, why sink water? Well, not sink, but like the refrigerator, you mm-hmm. know, the thing. Because I always use bottled water <clears throat> oh you do i do and i'm trying not to <laughs> oh my gosh i and didn't know that i'm really trying not to you know that so it's been several days the the water from your refrigerator is like purified i know it just tastes different it does yeah it's hard to get used to but i'm doing it good good job 
Thank you. Uh, um, do you have anything else before we crack into it? I do not. All right. Let's let's see what you got. Okay. So I'm going to tell you, you know, nursery rhymes. Yeah. Some of them have some dark backstories. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you about a few of these. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, here we go around the mulberry bush. Uh... I think you just say that over and over. Here we go around the mulberry bush. Do you know the tune? I don't. Okay. <laughs> Here no. we go around the mulberry bush, maybe. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. It evokes childhood nostalgia. Uh-huh. For some. For some. <laughs> <laughs> and longing for simpler times. It was first published in 1840, but it has a surprising origin story. Oh. According to historian R.S. Duncan... The inspiration for the mulberry bush dates back more than 400 years. Whoa. It, it was a tree that female inmates at Wakefield Prison exercised around. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they must have gone around the mulberry bush. <laughs> it's like the Jane Fonda of the, what would that be, the 1600s? Oh, yeah. Here we go round the mulberry bush. Yeah, pump it up, ladies. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, Mary, Mary, quite contrary. You know that one? No. You don't know any of these? I guess not. Let's see if I can remember it. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. How does your garden grow? Silver bells and cockle shells. It's something. What's a cockle shell? Uh, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you don't know these. I don't. It first appeared in Tommy Thumb's Pretty Songbook in 1744. <laughs> Since that time, people have argued about who the Mary in the song was. The darkest interpretation says that it refers to the Catholic monarch Mary I of England, a.k.a. Bloody Mary. <gasps> no shit. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. Whenever I was trying to look for a story, uh -huh. whenever I started researching my story yesterday... I started researching Bloody Mary. Really? And then I was like, this looks like too much work. <laughs> <laughs> but no shit. I like read a whole bunch about it yesterday. That would have been so cool if we <sighs> had corresponding stories. That would have been crazy. Um, they say that the garden in the verse is England. And the contrariness mentioned in the song alludes to her bloody persecution of Protestants. Oh. As for the silver bells and cockle shells, <clears throat> uh -huh. they were torture devices used by <gasps> Queen Mary's executioners on her Protestant subjects. Oh. Come on, Mary. Don't do that. That still doesn't answer what a cockle shell is. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> torture device. I guess. We can Google it later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we can bing it after this. <laughs> Google, take me to bing. <laughs> Alexa, can you bing me a cockle shell? <laughs> well, you just turned my Alexa on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even know she did that. Stop. Alexa, stop. I'm so sorry. I didn't know I could do that. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. That's cool. <laughs> now I know that in the back of my mind. Okay. Yeah. Humpty Dumpty. I know this one. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> when you hear the name Humpty Dumpty, uh -huh. a whimsical egg-shaped character sitting on a wall likely comes to mind. Correct. But this nursery rhyme is borrowed straight from military history. Whoa. As it turns out, Humpty Dumpty was a gigantic siege cannon. Yikes. Royalists employed it during the English Civil War in 1648. They set the cannon up on top of the St. Mary at the Walls Church Tower. 
Okay. Mary at the walls. That's cool. Where it <laughs> remained until enemy forces blew up the building and Humpty took his infamous fall. Ah. Huh. I wonder if horses actually tried to put it back together. I don't know. With their little hooves. <laughs> <laughs> the, the military horses. They're special. Yeah, they know stuff. Yeah, they do. Okay, Georgie Porgy. Oh my god. <laughs> I should have, like, wrote these down. <laughs> so, Georgie Porgy, if I can remember, he's eating curds and whey or something. Okay, isn't that Little Miss Muppet? Yeah, that is. Georgie <laughs> Porgy ate something, and uh-huh. I don't remember. God damn it, I should have wrote these down. <laughs> Most historians agree that the classic nursery rhyme Georgie Porgy mm-hmm. is about Prince Regent George IV of Britain. Oh. Ridiculed for his hefty weight and 50-inch waist. He had a reputation for lusting after food and women. He reportedly left a string of illegitimate children behind. Oh, pudding pie is what he eats. <laughs> and making girls cry. Georgie Porgy, something, something, pudding pie, make all the girls cry. Oh my god. <laughs> and they made this up while he was in in office. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it was the king. I don't How did don't not know. all those people get dead? <laughs> maybe they didn't think, maybe he was like, that can't be about me. I'm normal. <laughs> That's so fucking mean. <laughs> Baba Black Sheep. I know that one. Okay. Okay. In 1272, Crusaders returned to England from the Holy Land. 1272. The year I was born. Can't even wrap my brain around that number. 12. (laughs) It's so crazy to think about. We're living in the 12s. Get used to it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, Crusaders returned to England from the Holy Land. Along the way, they racked up quite a bill, so King Edward I imposed new taxes on Britain's wool industry. 